Welcome to the Your Bold Life podcast. I'm Val Selby and I'm an empowerment coach to women over 40. I take a stand that it's time for you to take your turn in life. I'd like to serve just a little reminder. Don't forget this podcast is Mark Explicit and many would find it inappropriate to listen with kids around. And why do I say that? It's a happy fucking birthday to me, bitches. Today is four years since I stopped being the birthday martyr. Now, what is a birthday martyr, you ask? So the modern day definition of martyr is someone who chooses to sacrifice their life or face pain. So I think we're going to go with face pain, right? Face pain and suffering instead of giving up something that they hold sacred. I was holding sacred all of my shitty birthdays. Every one of them. I was an absolute birthday martyr. I held on to them and I like to talk about them. I like to make sure that everybody knew how many shitty birthdays I had and why they were shitty. For decades, I held on to every painful birthday experience I ever had. To the point that looking back, I sadly cannot tell you all of the wonderful experiences that had to have happened. There had to have been a ton. I'm 48 today. You cannot tell me that I had tons and tons of birthdays that were all shit. It's not possible, right? And I still, even now, will have the bad ones pop up. The icky ones will pop up. Now, I don't dwell on them, which is the awesome thing anymore, because I say goodbye to being the birthday martyr. And I did have, I did have big icky birthdays. Like, have you seen 16 Candles? You know, in 16 Candles, they all forget her birthday because her sister's wedding, right? I don't have a sister and she wasn't getting married, for sure. And because I'd already gotten my presents. I didn't have anybody telling me happy birthday on my 16th birthday. Yep. Put that in my box as a hold right there. That was a big one, right? I can remember all of the years and I can remember crying to my mom because during elementary school, I'd be coming home and my friends would always be fighting the week of my birthday. Always. And I'd be bawling in her lap. Nobody's going to come to my birthday party because everybody hates each other. So they are not going to come. I mean, I can remember doing that over and over. It wasn't just one birthday in elementary school. (laughs) So I came by this so easily. Or like the one year when the kids were young. And hubby got really super sick and he did not get, he still doesn't get super sick, but he definitely back then did not get super sick to the point he didn't go to work. And when you're in construction, you know, that's what he was in back then. When you're in construction, no work, no pay. You don't get a chance to be sick. So he got sick the day before my birthday and I got no presents and no celebration. Oh yeah. Held on to that one hard. Or like the multiple years that I didn't get to do what I wanted or eat what I wanted on my birthday. We're totally going to talk about that one for sure. But that was multiple times. Or how about the fact, um, oh gosh, 23 years ago when the doctor said, hey, we're going to induce. Can we do that on February 4th? Would you look at my fucking chart? I do not want to be induced on my birthday. 
So while it's not horrible that I almost share a birthday, 23 years ago, I lost my birthday being just about me. And I say this because I know that was just in my head. It was absolutely in my head. But we induced on the 5th. So my son and I have always had a joint, have usually had a joint birthday. Again, I take full ownership of the fact that I made that happen. I could have very easily said, nope. But instead, I chose this martyr easy way. We don't need two cakes, so we'll just do his cake. Um, oh, so much. I look back and I'm like, girl, you were so dumb and hard on yourself. Why? I was seriously invested in birthday sucking and it had nothing to do with my age. I, oh, I'm going to say this out loud. This is hard. I had the notion that I was not worth celebrating. Yep. Totally. I mean, because we can obviously tell that it's not because I have an issue being the center of attention. But I didn't feel like I was worth celebrating. And oh shit, I just said it twice. It's real. It's for real. So can you look at your birthdays? Do you have a similar issue? Are you going through, you know, are you running through your birthdays right now? Have you been a birthday martyr? And especially when the kids were growing up, it was easy to be the birthday martyr, right? I mean, how many times am I just like, oh my God, I do not want to try and figure out something that I want to eat because forget it. We're just going to have chicken nuggets and french fries because mom would rather that they are just quietly eating <laughs> so that I can have some peace, right? So remember I said I was going to talk a little bit about multiple years that I didn't get what I wanted or eat what I wanted on my, on my birthday. Do you do this, this same thing? Somebody asks, well, what do you want? Oh, anything's fine. I'm not picky. Whatever you wanna make is fine. Well, where do we all wanna go? Holy crap, I did that a lot, a lot. So of course I never had the birthday that I wanted because I had everybody just having to try and read my mind and they can't do that. If I can't read somebody's mind, then I'm sure shit know that they can't read mine, right? And it was a super big cycle. I mean, I just, once I was in it, after 40 years, I was just in it and owning it. So until four years ago. Now I kind of alluded to some of this in early episodes, but and I, I expected I was going to talk about it um, over, over the last year because it was such a major, major turning point in my life. But it never was the right time. And today, today does feel like the right time. Um, so we'll see how upsetting this is. Until four years ago when I chose to put myself first. My father-in-law was super sick, super sick. And my husband 
had a chance to go down to a conference that he really wanted to go to in Portland. And it was right before my birthday. And a lot of the time I would just be like, okay, uh, just go ahead. We'll celebrate my birthday when you, when we come back. And he said, well, how about we go to the ocean? And I'm like, well, we can't, you know, we can't be gone that many days. Right. Um, Cause it was, it was not good. And we cannot be gone that many days. It's just not going to work. You know, and he was telling me it's no, it's your birthday. If, if we need to get away, I think we should get away. And we did need to get away. And so we had an amazing time. We had fun at the conference. It was a great time. Um, I don't think we can talk about that at all. <laughs> I don't think we're talking about that at all. It was a great time. I saw some different places. We ate at different places. It was fun. And then we took off to the ocean. And I was having one of the most amazing birthdays ever. We It was pouring down rain as it typically does in the Pacific Northwest, pouring down rain. We were giggling like kids because we thought it was just going to drizzle. And we walked all the way into Seaside on the strip, which if the weather was nice, would not be a big deal, but we were sopping wet, just sopping wet. I found out my raincoat was actually not a raincoat. It was rain repellent. So I, we were just sopping wet, but we had this awesome room right on the ocean, big old jacuzzi tub, we could walk to everything, which is our favorite thing to do anywhere on vacation is just be able to walk. And it was amazing. And then that night we looked at the phones and found that we'd missed a lot of messages. And uh, yeah, you can guess what happened, right? <laughs> on the night of my birthday that I'd finally put myself first, my father-in-law passed away that night. And of course it was hard. And of course I went right into martyrdom. <laughs> I mean, on my birthday, are you kidding me? <laughs> and you have to know the relationship that my father-in-law and I had together uh, to know that uh, he lived to embarrass me and loved to pick on me. And so it was always just this mutual sarcastic back and forth between the two of us. I still have all, I still have all, all our text messages and I love to pull them up, you know, cause sometimes I'm like, maybe it wasn't what I thought it was. And then I pull them up. I'm like, Oh my God, our conversations. <laughs> so glad I still have them. So, um, it was on that day that I'd put myself first, my birthday first, and we weren't there. Now, would it have changed anything if we'd been there or if we'd been around? No. Did he know that we loved him? Absolutely. Did we spend a ton of time with him while he was sick? Absolutely. So thankfully, I did not hold on to the regret that we weren't around or we didn't get to see him one last time. Um, but it happened on my freaking birthday, right? On my freaking birthday. When I already am a absolute birthday martyr. I had the ultimate, ultimate excuse and reason to hate my birthdays forever. Because that caps it. I could have used that as the excuse 
to always be depressed and have the worst birthdays ever and keep on telling myself that I shouldn't have a birthday and I don't deserve a birthday because look at the universe even told me that I shouldn't have a special day. But three years ago, I made a choice. Three years ago, I decided that I was worth it and that I had a lot of years left. And I did not want to spend all of those years having a birthday that is the worst day of my life. I decided three years ago on my birthday that I was not going to let his death on my birthday be the thing that ruins my day, that I deserve to have my day. And I like to think now, of course, that that's why it happened. Because it was the ultimate wake up call. I had to make the choice. And when I was making the choice, I did really feel that this was, this was a, a, a gonna be a lifetime thing when I was making that choice. Did I choose to continue having the worst birthdays ever? Or do I choose to turn my birthday into a day of happiness? And I'm happy to report I turned it into a day of happiness. Um, doesn't mean it's still not hard. I'm looking at his text messages today, of course. Um, it's still hard because I still miss the hell out of that pain in the ass. Uh, one of the funny things that, that I always like to envision, because I have this like balance of reality and woo-woo in me. Um, I always like to envision that when, <laughs> when, when he died and he's up there in heaven, I can just picture his mom and my stepmother-in-law, his wife, up there and they immediately smacked him. <laughs> I'm positive that they immediately smacked him and said, what did you do on Val's birthday? Why did you do that? Because <laughs> I know, I know he was, he was done and he was uncomfortable. Um, but, I, but I like to think that, um, and I don't know, this is my inappropriate sarcastic humor and what the kind of humor that he and I had together. So that's why I firmly believe this could have, this possibly was happening. Um, so he got in trouble for sure before, before he got welcomed, he got busted. And then I also love the fact that um, this was like his ultimate, his ultimate get. Like I can never outdo what he did by his dying on my birthday. And I don't know, this probably makes me completely inappropriate. So, hey, you're learning more about me than you probably wanted to know. <laughs> but for real, I like to think of the fact that this was his ultimate get. He got me, right? He got me. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot get him. We used to always one up, you know, I'd make him his, I, I would make him his dish that he hated. You know, if he, was, if he was being too much of a pain in the ass, I would make him dinner that I know he didn't like. <laughs> I would make him boiled carrots to go with dinner just because I knew that he hated them. <laughs> we just had that kind of relationship. So to have, to be able to look back on it and laugh, thinking that, you know what, it might have possibly been. And even my husband has kind of said, yeah, I could see it. I could see it. I, I still get signs from him like I was supposed to have jury duty. 
jury duty and I looked at my jury number and my jury number started with 1941, which was the year he was born. And, uh, you know, and coming up on, on the four year, fourth year anniversary of his death, I'm like holding up to my husband. I'm like, um, seriously, look at my jury number. He starts laughing. He's like, 1941. I said, yeah. Um, so your dad's fucking with me still. And he's sending me to jury duty. <laughs> and there's so many different stories uh, that happened after it. And that's, that's going off on another, another tangent. But I made the choice also because I knew, I knew for a fact based on a lot of conversations that, that he and I had, that he would not want his, the day of his death to be mourned in sadness. And especially on my birthday, he loved to spoil his wife on her birthday. So he wouldn't want, you know, my husband going into just absolute day of mourning and us to just ignore my birthday and use it as an excuse to be sad. So three years ago, I made that choice. I'm like, he wouldn't want me to feel like that. And I don't want to feel like that anymore. So now I do a lot more like my husband does. It's funny because my husband is a very laid back guy and doesn't really bring attention to himself. He's a big lineman type guy anyway. So, I mean, it's one of those, one of those guys from high school that everybody always remembers, right? Just because he's the big guy, um, big, the big, nice guy. So his personality is just not out there in your face, right? Except for when it was about his birthday. He, I can remember him telling cashiers before. It's September. My birthday is September 20th, September 19th. <laughs> like a little kid. He would tell all of his friends, he would count down. And, and, and some years I can remember it was counting down from like 364 days, like the next day <laughs> he'd start. I mean, he'd celebrate a birthday month. Always his birthday month and his birthday month would get even longer and longer and longer, which my mom's birthday's uh, September 28th. So I always would say, hey, sorry, you can't go past my mom's birthday. You can't go into October with your birthday month. But it, and he was always that way of, hey, you know, my birthday's coming up, right? Don't forget my birthday. What are you going to get me for my birthday? Um, don't forget to get me a card. And just constantly just making such a big deal about it. So I've started doing that same thing. Probably not quite to that much extent, which is pretty funny because I'm the one that's out there and center of attention doesn't, doesn't bother me, right? But in this one instance, it does. For some reason, I'm still not going to keep analyzing it. But I do make a big deal about it. And I do feel like it's okay. You know, I'm, I've been celebrating my birthday week. We visited last weekend with uh, my daughter. And, and we ate Chinese food because I wanted Chinese food. We're celebrating with my son. So he and I will have our birthdays together. Um, and thankfully, he wanted sushi. It's perfect because I would like sushi for my birthday too. So this whole week has just been about birthday celebrations and doing whatever I want. And I haven't even asked for things that I want. I'm just doing it is the crazy thing and asking. But um, and this year, very easily, I could have gone into birthday martyr. I could have dropped right back into it. And I almost did because um, we were still not open at that time. And we had decided 
you know, we've, we've had a lot going on, not, not COVID related, just a lot going on. And so we were going to go to the local casino and I was going to do a spa day and I just needed two days to relax. Right. We just needed two days to get away. And we waited too long because, uh, we just kind of assumed nobody's traveling right now. So why would you have to make reservations way ahead? And unfortunately we waited too long and they were booked. That was supposed to be my birthday present. That's what we were going to do. And I immediately went right back into birthday martyrdom. Martyrdom, of, of course it's happening because it's my fucking birthday. Shit, like this always happens on my birthday. My birthday always goes downhill. Never do what I want. I'd say, nope, you need to take ownership for the fact that if you really wanted to do this, you would have booked it. You know, did a little mental head smack. <laughs> smack myself back into it. But I took ownership of it. And I take ownership of the fact that so many of my birthdays were not good because I did not tell people what I wanted. I didn't tell people what I needed. I did not voice or communicate what would make a great day for me and the fact that I needed it to be a, a big day, a good day. I mean, we everybody wants to have a special birthday, right? It's the one day that's just about you. And that leads me into boundaries. Because my boundaries get wishy-washy in that whole area because I wasn't feeling like I was worthy of celebrating, right? So I just let other, I, I chose to let other people make decisions for me on how my birthdays were gonna go. Which then of course makes me angry, upset, sad, a martyr versus now when I set those boundaries four years ago, finally, of how my birthday was going to go down. And now, I mean, everybody's on board, of course, because they were waiting to be told what I wanted. <laughs> and now they're happy because they're told what I wanted. So they know that I'm going to have a good day. But I had to figure out how I wanted it to go. I had to figure out how how I wanted to be treated. I had to figure out what my expectations were in order to set those boundaries of how it was going to happen. So I do have the Midlife Boundaries Workshop coming up and I will put information down below for you to join in on that. It's going to be a small, intimate, let's call it intimate, not small, um, an intimate workshop it's not going to be a whole ton of women in there. And we are going to figure out what boundaries you need, where you are not setting boundaries, where maybe you are being the martyr and holding on to that shit hard of, oh, but this is just the way my life is. Because I'm finding that almost all of us do that in more than one way, <laughs> usually more than one way. So we're going to go over the boundaries. We're going to figure out why you need the boundaries. You know, what's the purpose of the boundaries? And we're going to figure out some of those ones that are tough that you may need to work on quickly. And we're going to work one-on-one -on -one in these group sessions, intimate group sessions. We're going to work together on creating the conversations that you need to have to make yourself happier. 
And believe me, it's not going to be all hard work. It's not going to be all depressing work. It's going to be so much fun. And then once you start putting boundaries into place, it's just amazing how many new, awesome people you attract. Because it's just like those kids, you know, kids, kids, when they're growing up, they're all looking for that structure. They want to know what's okay and what's not okay. It makes them feel comfortable. And that's the same thing with our relationships. Everybody wants to know what they can and can't do. So everybody feels comfortable. So like I said, I'll put the information down there. I'd love it if you join me in the, in the Bold Life Boundaries workshop. And I will throw a coupon code down there for you as well if you want to join in the next week or so. But other than that, did I mention it's my birthday, bitches? And I know I'm a total nerd. So yeah, I'm doing a full site redesign today because that's fun for me. (laughs) But don't worry. Don't worry. I'm probably going to break my website when I hit the crown and coke for my birthday it's my birthday bitches thank you for being here today i appreciate you more than you possibly know i would love it if you are enjoying the podcast if you would go onto your favorite platform and leave me a review i'm on apple i'm on amazon i'm on spotify i'm on oh gosh i'm on everything everything's listed on here um but as you know as you may know podcasters just live and breathe for the reviews. And I read every single one of them. So I would love it if you felt compelled to leave a review of podcast episodes that you have listened to. And why not, if you feel like it, hit me up. I'd love to chat, bosslady at valselby.com at any time. I look forward to continuing to guide you into creating your bold life because just like me, baby, you deserve to live as your best self.